0: Hi, my name is John. And my name is Chris. And And this this is Stay on on Target.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about some hardware releases... Coming to Xbox,
0: dude. Like, yeah, and then the exciting thing is, that it like there were the first one happened. I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then the second one happened. I was like, oh man, this is like this is becoming, you know, a little much. You know, where
1: it's before the listeners get their hopes up that this is VR or some shenanigans <laughs> like that. It is not. We are talking about controllers. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I wa- I actually was eyeballing um, the Oculus Quest in a Best Buy yesterday. Um, nice. And uh, anyway, I was, I was just like looking at it, being like, "Oh man, that's, that's actually, actually you know, it's pretty cool. You know, pretty cool." Yes. Looking at it. yes. I didn't put it on my face or anything because that's weird. Um, nice. You know, but uh, but yeah,
1: Oculus man. I mean, I I want to I want a Quest.
0: Be super cool. It would be awesome to have one, um, especially because like this just doesn't have a you know uh, anything you connected it to. It's like just a standalone device. It's great. Yeah,
1: dude. Anyway, um, that's not what we're talking about, Chris. No, that's, that's not <laughs> what we're talking about. Uh, but first, uh, before we do that, we've got, we've got uh, pick of the week. Um, and I uh, just want to talk to you about uh, what you have been up to this week, John. So, Chris, Explain yourself.
0: Explain myself. Well, like, I feel like, like because last week was like the E3 extravaganza, um, I actually have quite a bit of things that I have done, like since the last time we actually talked about it. Um, but I'm going to limit it. To specifically, uh, I guess three different game demos that were uh, available for Summer Games Fest uh, during E3. uh nice. I, don't, I don't know if they expire. They might still be on there. Um, they might, might not. The way that this all worked was like the the first day of the demo, demos or whatever, they like put up five, and then the next day they put up a couple more. And I was just like, why didn't you just like release these all at the same time? I feel like you know I, that would have been would have been a little bit easier. Um, well Chris, so the first one I'm gonna talk about is the game Tunic, which we saw that at an E3 press conference, was it like three years ago at this point? It's the it's the voxel looking game with a fox. Um, you know, you could call it a foxel game. I, um, I don't even remember this, but it, it's basically like a Zelda-like Uh top-down kind of isometric view of a little fox with a green outfit on, and the fox like runs around and finds a stick, and then you know puts the beat down on some monsters and finds a finds a sword, and then puts the beat down on more monsters and just finds some treasure chests that sort of. It's basically it, it is like a more challenging Zelda. Um and you where you like find campfires to save and that sort of thing so it's kind of got like the the Dark Soulsy kind of style thing but it's not that hard <laughs> you know mm. it's not like a yeah, Dark yeah. Souls game where you're parrying all the time um but they doesn't definitely had those vibes where I was like running to find the next like campfire at one point where I was like I know it's right around the next bend and so you just like dodge all of the monsters and just try to run to the next one as they chase you down and you finally hit the hit the save point um but, dude, uh, it's, it's a super charming game. It's uh, Like I said, it basically looks like a Zelda thing. It's gorgeous. Um looked amazing and, and played really well on the, uh, the Xbox Series X. The interesting thing about the Xbox Series X and games like this, like voxel kind of games, because there's another one that came out um, at the same time as the Xbox. It was The Tourist. Um, this, it's with a Y in it, though, instead of an I, which was super weird. Um, but that game, I, I put some time into that game. It, that game played at 120 frames per second if you wanted it Ew. to, Whoa. and it's just like a little like puzzle platformer. And like as you bounce around, everything just like looks like it's ridiculously smooth um, as it was happening. So so same with like Tunic. I think it was at 60 frames per second on Tunic. But like dude, the game is like super smooth. It looks like hyper real in in a lot of ways where I'm like not used to those isometric Zelda looking games. To like run at sixty frames per second, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: um anyway, super fun, I, I finished that demo, and uh, it's got some super chill music, which I thought was a, an interesting and cool choice. It was uh like some some synth kind of music going on during it, um, very relaxing time to play that game, so that was game number one, Chris, um and I, what I would say is that was the one that was like the most polished of the games. Um, the second game that I played was called Cat Lateral Damage.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, I played the uh, uh, first Cat Lateral Damage on the PlayStation uh, 4. Nice. Nice. And uh, did you it was enjoy? Fun. No, yeah. I mean, it's very like, yes, it's, it's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically just go run around the house, jump around. <laughs> A as a 3D cat. house and knocks yeah as a cat and knock stuff off the shelves and you get points for how like quickly you do it and then there's ob- objectives like you know try to get all the from what I remember try to get all the picture frames off the shelves sure, yeah, yeah and um, you're like going for a specific thing sometimes mm, yeah there was, in the um, level I
0: had played there's three different uh, kind of
1: goals and one of them was to, like, yeah. knock
0: all the books off
1: you know yes yes so, you played that. Is that, is it basically, I mean, is it was what I'm describing equal I, to what that was? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just more it's, levels of that.
0: It's exactly that. And it looked like there was a ton of levels. And like, oh, yeah. It wasn't like not polished, but it was like, it's one of those games that like whenever you play it, you're like, it's, it's, like, it's part of the charm for it to be somewhat janky,
1: you know? Are you talking about the, talking about the visuals?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the first yeah.
1: game was like that. I don't think they're going to get any better, John.
0: Right, and like, whenever you like aim <laughs> at a shelf and you like barely, like you don't make it, like you just barely oh, yeah. don't make it. It's, like
1: It was super inexact.
0: That type of like gameplay is like part of the ch- the charm of
1: it, you know? I remember talking about that uh, game on the podcast, and at the time I was like, yeah, I liked it. I'll probably pl- go back and play more. Never picked it up again, John.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of like the vibe that I had, like where I was like, oh, I had fun with that. I will never buy it, like play that. I mean, I think it's coming to Game Pass, um, but, but like I think like I just won't ever probably open it or anything again just because it's like it was, it was a charming, fun time, you know, for, for 30 minutes, so... <laughs> Yeah. That demo. Yeah. Uh the third demo that I played, Chris. Um and this is one le- like this was the, probably the the least polished of the demos that I played, but also w- one of the ones where I'm like, "Hmm, I I I want this game to be finished and to play it and be good." Um it's called Lake. And I had watched the trailer for this, uh, for this game like back in, like during E3 week, but it like, had just didn't register too much with it where I was like, okay, that, that's coming to Game Pass or whatever. But it's, I think it's coming to Game Pass. And if it comes to Game Pass, I'm like definitely going to play it, even if it's this, you know, if, if it's uh, not as polished. But the polish aspect of it is is less, like it had a lot of pop in. And it just, you know, f- there were moments where I felt it felt a little slower than it should. Uh, but the, the game is, you are a male person who is uh, the, the character, I can't remember what her name was, the main character's name. Anyway, she's filling in for her dad's mail route, at her hometown like that she moved away from like 20 years earlier. And mm-hmm. so she she basically takes a, takes a vacation, a two-week vacation from her uh, computer programming job. And this is in the 80s or whatever. Um, so everything's super retro. Um, she takes a two-week vacation to go fill in for her dad on his mail route while he takes a vacation. And uh, which I thought was like such a hilarious, like strange way to like shoehorn you into like a, a mail route in this small town. Um, but like, it's, it's a, you, it's a kind of a narrative adventure. You get to know the different people. Like there's one lady that you like deliver something to and they strike up a conversation about her cats. And she's like, Oh, I remember you, you, you know, her kid, whenever you lived here. And, uh, and anyway, so then the next day you go back and one of her cats, she's like, Oh, he's totally sick. And you're like, I don't think he looks sick. Um, but she's like, he's totally sick. You know, can you deliver him to the vet? And so like you start running errands for these people, uh, throughout the town, like as you kind of get to know them in the narrative kind of like unfolds a little bit um i feel like there was gonna be a mystery that was gonna happen like um you know you know maybe a murder or something like you know so, something nefarious going on in this town that i was gonna have to solve but i'm not sure that that's true i'm not sure that that actually is is gonna happen but uh regardless i was intrigued enough to like i i want to continue like whenever the demo ended i was like ah I need to know what's happening with the the lady who runs the the video rental store in town. I need to need to find out what's happening with her. I also need to find out what's happening with the uh, with this old like lumberjack that I delivered a, a bad news to um, out in the woods. You know, we got to figure out what's happening with that guy. I mean, this sounds know. this
1: sounds awesome. This sounds kind of like a fire or something like that. Yeah, and it kind of has that vibe. Uh, is it, was, it, well, okay. And what's the, what's the what's I'm envisioning that like as a like a first person perspective. But yeah, is it that? Yeah. It's a third-person perspective. Okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. 3D.
0: Yeah, 3D, and uh, and it has that kind of style though, where it's like, okay, this is, like, clearly it's like more of a uh, of a of a how would you put it? like a, just a more artistic design where it's like not, not photorealistic clearly. Um, like that's not going for that type of a style and it's really pretty. Um, but like I said, there, there's some pop in situations that were happening and then whenever I would get out of the truck, the walk speed and the run speed were both really slow. <laughs> So it's like, I'm going to deliver this mail, you know. Why is it like that? I don't know. It was just very, I I mean, I don't know if it was a concerted choice, but I was like, you need to like ramp this like walk speed up by like five or 10 even. (laughs) Crazy. Um, And, uh, but you know, it's like, aside from those elements of it. um, Oh, and also it seems like there was... There's one spot where the cat was supposed to meow, a specific cat, one specific cat, and there was no audio, but it would pop up the caption of meow, you know, and they would leave like a uh, a, a comical kind of beat in the, where they'd be like, oh yeah, what do you think, Mr. Mr. Stuffins or whatever? And then the cat would go meow, you know, say answer, but like there was no audio. And so it's like, clearly there's just missing elements in here that will end up getting put in later. So it's like, this seems like it was a, a pretty early build but also I don't know I don't know how early it really was you know
1: <laughs> mm, okay interesting
0: but those are the three games that I played of the three I'm definitely going to play tunic cuz it's going to come into game pass um it is coming like super soon as well uh later this year um and then I'm definitely going to play lake whenever it comes out but uh, who knows whenever that's coming out like that wouldn't like from what I played I'm like I have no idea I don't know what preview builds of development like actually look like was this an alpha? Was this like? Is this three years down the road? I don't know. You know, right?
1: But I'm definitely gonna play those too. Oh, cool. That's awesome.
0: That's what I've been I up will, to this uh, week, Chris. Uh, you uh, know,
1: so, yeah. I'll have yeah. To check some of those. Uh, how, do you know how long they stick around for?
0: I don't know. I like So I know originally they were talking about like each one was going to be available for a week, but I don't know if that was like a week from the start of it, or is that a week from whenever it drops? like each one dropped, or if, it, if I don't even know if that was true. I don't know. I just assumed for some reason that it was an E3 thing, but because it's Summer Games Fest, like Summer Games Fest like goes all, all summer. So are they available like all summer or are they available forever? I don't know.
1: Interesting. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely check some of those out. Um, I downloaded some of them as well. I just didn't get around to it yet this week, and so uh, yeah. I, I, I downloaded uh, far more
0: than I actually played. I have at nice. least three or four more that I've downloaded. You
1: know, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I really haven't been up to that much this week, John. I um uh I, I just haven't. I don't know. Like I just uh, been working and doing my thing. Um. Oh, I guess I can talk about this. I I got all the. Uh, you know, we talked about a few weeks back, um, I think on the podcast, that Pop was releasing um, a, a, a series of Seinfeld Pops.
0: Yes.
1: Um, I uh, ordered every single one of them. Yes. And, and got them in. Dude, they They're came in? here. Yeah, the only one that I couldn't get that I still can't figure out, um, the ones from Walmart. Like, oh. one of them was, like, pre-ordered. So mm. I pre-ordered that and the Jerry. And then the one, like, there's a soup Nazi that's supposed to become with... Uh, like, he's scooping soup into a bowl, and it's supposed to come with some kind of t-shirt. But, like, I still haven't found that for sale at all. Um, interesting. I like, all even, like, on ones. eBay
0: or anything? Like, even, like, uh, No, like, they haven't been reseller? released.
1: I, no, it's, it's like he – it's like they haven't, like, listed the actual, like, listing for that one yet.
0: Strange. Yeah. Like, I mean, you wonder, like, is it a production thing? Like, how many of them
1: actually will exist? I don't know, man. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, how do, they, yeah, they, look, all how do and, they look? How, they look great. I mean, they look great. They're, I mean, they look great. they're all uh, they're all in great quality. Um, the um, I uh, haven't put together the like the the sets that make up Jerry's apartment yet, but I'm going to do that. Um, nice dude. And, uh though I, did, I so I did. I got like there's this giant one with or the it's not giant. The, the pop isn't giant, but it's just like. I forget what they call it. It's the one with Kramer and his uh, painting behind him. It's yeah. this giant plastic thing and some kind of like shadow box thing. Yeah. Uh, the first one I got from Target, it's a Target exclusive, but the first one I got from Target, um, the plastic box was cracked. Man. And um, Kramer was like off his stand oh, and all no. crooked. And so I was like, whoa, well, oh, man. So I ordered it uh, online and picked it up at the local Target. Um, it said they had like six of them but apparently it was the only one that they had. I happened to talk to uh, one of the I was like I, went, I walked back to the other pops and I was like hey you know like do they have any more of these and he was like, no that's the only one we had like five of them but they uh, got snatched up and then that one came in last night and wow. looks like you got it and I was like I asked him I was like how come it says like there there's you know six online and there's he's a pro target tip John he said that uh he's like listen uh, uh he's like um, the online target inventory stuff completely off. Wow. He's like all, for all of 2020 because of the pandemic, we didn't do inventory at all. Um, no. In any of their stores, so the the all the counts online and in their systems are just wildly inaccurate. <laughs>
0: That's
1: terrible. I was like, I know. I was like, well, thanks for for telling me. You know, I just like uh, I had no idea. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's wild man like why yeah like that just seems like that would not i mean i guess they, I can't, the I mean, staffing, I, they wouldn't want the staffing but like like you would you would assume that like that would like the year that everyone's buying everything online that you would want to do the stock at that point you know
1: worked in retail and i have no idea how you how you even like can run a store at all without knowing what inventory you have like that <laughs> seems outrageous. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I know. That doesn't make sense doesn't. to me, man. Like, it makes it, it doesn't make, make sense to me it either. It Feels like, like, because if if somebody buys something and it just doesn't exist in your store or it's almost like any there.
1: store, well, so like, so I was wondering, cancel how, your so,
0: order after twenty four yeah, hours? Yeah, that's
1: what happened. So like last year, um, in the summer. So I guess it was like it was like late summer. So it was probably August, August, um. <laughs> Toward the uh, end of the summer, my air conditioner um, coolant started going out in our air conditioner at the house we used to live at, um, and so uh, while I was like waiting for someone to come out, like I scheduled an appointment or whatever, and I'll, I, I was actually trying to figure out, like you know, do I need to call somebody or is it just hot outside? Because it was blazing hot, you know, it was like those hundred degree days sure. and it had a vaulted ceiling, and you know how like my my house used to just be hot in yeah. general, you know.
0: Yeah, like uh, your because of the vaulted ceiling, your yeah. uh, your AC unit it was rated for the, the square footage of the floor but not for the extra cubic footage the volume, of the vaulted yeah. like ceiling, which was vaulted through the like living room and the kitchen.
1: Yeah. Um, and so uh, I ordered these like window fan things from uh, Target and um, I, I said they had four of them and so I ordered four. But then like whenever they went and I pay, you know, the money, you you pay for them. Yeah. The money comes out. Yeah. But then like whenever they go to pull the items and um, get them ready for pickup, they are like, hey, we don't have these two in stock. So here's your money back.
0: Dude, that's a terrible, that's a terrible way to run a business.
1: (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I think so too.
0: Go ahead and, uh, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's like basically you walk in the door of a place and then hand them your wallet. You
1: know, just <laughs> yeah.
0: hand them your money, and they go. We'll see if we have what we what you we'll what you want. We'll see if we have it. You know, if we don't, you'll get this wallet back in a couple of days.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I'm up to, John. The podcast, uh, not the uh, the Seinfeld pops. Um, that's awesome. An additional Seinfeld note, John. Yes. Horrific news. Seinfeld is not on Hulu anymore as of today. Yeah. And uh, it's coming to Netflix at some point, but. People think September. I don't know why they think that. That's just the rumor online. But there's actually no release date. I'm we have no idea when it's coming.
0: I'm interested in – because like it's a relatively new thing. Like whenever – like say Friends or whatever. Like you know, any of these series that are like really big staples, whenever they leave one service and go to the other, there's usually a gap. Like there's usually like a
1: time whenever like it's just not available anywhere. Sometimes – there wasn't for like the office going to Peacock right. last That's year. That's a good
0: point. That's a good point.
1: Um, um, and there wasn't for Friends going to um, uh, Paramount, wherever they ended up. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. a gap.
0: And it's but but it's like it's, there is this element of like okay. If there is that gap, do you see like a big, like, a, you know, big spike on that first day that they're available? Like, of people who are just like, oh man, I've been wanting to watch friends. Or is it potentially like, you know, the opposite of that, where it's like people just go, oh wait, that showed up on a different service? You know, they just kind of forget about it. Like, lose, you know, the, it leaves the consciousness of the, the, the group of, you know, people. Um, it's also like, I, I'm curious, like, what's the, what's the metrics on people like just chasing around? these different series is to the different streaming services. You know, I don't I, I am super intrigued about how that, and obviously we won't get that information for, you know, decades probably. Um, but it will be fascinating whenever it finally does kind of come out, like what these kind of metrics look like of like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like friends was super valuable for us. And like, you know, you know, we didn't, you know, these people chased Seinfeld around from service to service. So. Be I mean, and,
1: and that's the thing. I mean, I, I mean, I watch Seinfeld pretty constantly. We've talked about that before. So I would literally have just picked up today with Seinfeld on Netflix and started watching through it again. Sure. I was I was watching it last night. Yeah. It was funny. I actually fell asleep watching it um, with it on. Oh no! Um, uh, because sometimes, I, like, this is the problem, John. I'm going to talk about a deep, a deep problem in my life. <laughs> uh, sometimes, whenever I can't fall asleep, I just turn Seinfeld on and, bam, asleep. Yeah. yeah. So now I don't have it's that, that comfort food, man. It is. It's like my brain knows it enough. That it doesn't take any energy to keep track of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's just there. Yeah, you and wake up just, and you
0: t- and say the punchline of the joke that they just yeah. you know, set up, and it's
1: enough to occupy my brain, so I don't think about sure. other things while I'm falling asleep. Sure, sure. it's just it's there, you know. Um, yeah. Kind of like baseball. Baseball will do it too, but like I guess unless I, you know, put on a baseball game at midnight, that yeah. I yeah. You know, I guess I can start streaming that. You could also like anyway, dig up the
0: the DVDs because we have them on DVD.
1: Um, that's like, true, but know. I don't have a DVD. Well, I don't even know where my DVD player is oh, at. Man,
0: well, you should be. Can't you stick it into your Xbox?
1: Yeah, not up in my bedroom. Oh, then. I see. I see. Um, so anyway, this is a, this is a very specific problem. What I wanted to get to, John, was I fell asleep and it was on, and then I woke up in the middle of the night and I looked at the screen and it said it was just blank and it was Hulu and said. This title is no longer available. And I was oh, like, oh man. Man. Dude. I just saw the death of Seinfeld on Hulu right in front <laughs> of my eyes. They literally came into your house and and took it from you. And took it. We've talked about that. Yeah. Someone just coming in and st- it's like things disappearing from these digital storefronts. It's like someone yeah. stealing something from your house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like somebody's literally coming in, like coming into your house. And then I, like, you know, uh, you know, Big, uh, big money. Hulu is coming in there. You know, they're, they're like, "Oh, what's up? What's up, Chris? You're sleeping on the couch. I'm just gonna take this." And they just take your Seinfeld out the door. You know, and it's, to everyone out gone. there, you know,
1: saying, "Well, why don't you just buy Seinfeld on, uh, you know, Apple, uh, um, you know, movies or you know, like Amazon Prime or something?" To you, I say, get out of here with your logic. <laughs> <laughs> that makes too much sense makes way too much sense. I actually don't even know if it's available. I'm sure it right, is. Right, right, yeah.
0: Yeah, you would think so. Um the last thing I wanted to ask Chris. So, for those collectible like those pops or whatever. Uh we you you know, I, I talked you into going with a, a Entertainment Earth uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, as a as the retailer rather than like an Amazon or whatever. How, you know, how did that like compare? And I feel like, you know, the answer is
1: you know, already evident to me because Target screwed it up, but you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, totally. The uh, the Entertainment Earth, everything was flawless. Everything was packed in bubble wrap. It's, it looks as if it's been, been put carefully in there. Yeah. Um, the pop I got from, obviously, the one from Target, broken. Um, the <laughs> one I got from uh, Amazon was just in, like, this barely, like, it was, like, this box just barely fits around it. Oh. And, you know, like, you can kind of, t- like, it's bent, the box is bent and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just, like you know the things that you expect but yeah entertainment earth was great i recommend them
0: yeah yeah i uh i've only done one, one other thing for them it like came and i was like oh, man this is great but it's been, apparently like they look at it like where even like the paint job or whatever like yeah this is a good one you know <laughs> whereas like i guess if there was like an error on the paint or anything they would they would maybe send it back i don't know like is but they talk about it being like hey we you know these are these are going to be inspected by us so
1: it's cool oh yeah totally i mean i i just like the idea that someone with a discerning eye gave this at least a once over. Sure. Sure. Not, um, and then just, you know, shove it in a package on its way to me.
0: Speaking of, I, uh, so the reason I found myself in a Best Buy yesterday or whatever was I ordered from Best Buy some hard drives, like some backup hard drives. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm i I ran out of space and I was like, Oh, it's prime day. And they have like these sweet sales. So I'm going to get a couple of like five terabyte hard drives. Right. So I bought them and had them shipped to a house and it was like, they were going to get, and they got here yesterday, Chris, and they got here and they were n- not in a box. They were in a bag that also barely fit around two boxes oh of hard drives. What? and whenever I like pulled them out I like shook it and I was like mm, there's something something feels loose in this hard drive and so I oh, no, I literally like got in the car I was like I'm going to Best Buy I gotta like I exchange these. so I walk into Best Buy and I talk and they're like "The, the she was immediately she was like I told her like uh, you know this, this came in a bag and she's like no she's, she's like no <laughs> why why would they do that she's like ah. she's like well, know, like, in, in all honesty she's like it, that happens sometimes like happens more often than you we want it to of like people order something have it shipped to their home on and and it shows up and it's like was not packaged well and so i just swapped them out for, swapped mo- them out for yeah it's awful because it's like literally she, she was just gonna basically like like throw away or like re like basically send these back to the manufacturer these hard drives um that were shipped to my house Whenever it's like if they had just shipped them in in a box with some bubble wrap in it it's like i would have been fine you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: Anyway, so that's uh you know that's the that's the horrors of shipping, and uh, you know that's why I like things like Entertainment Earth, where like we take pride in our packaging and we like you know inspect things visibly before we send them to you. So
1: yeah, it's great. It's great. All right, John. So uh, later we're gonna talk about some controllers from Xbox, but first the pick of the week. Pick of the week. All right, John. What is your pick of the week?
0: My pick of the week this week, Chris, is a movie that has now hit uh, Disney Plus. It was the premium thing for a long time, and uh, and then it's now available for everyone on uh, on the old Disney Plus. Um, and that is Raya and the Last Dragon. Ooh, is it good? It's good. I really enjoyed it. It's 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 like the the interesting thing about so many of the like uh, Walt Disney animation movies uh, is like I feel like they could easily do what they did back in the day and just basically put out the same movie over and over again and, like, you know, just cash in, right? Whereas this one does not feel like that, where it's like, oh, this is not a, you know, a Frozen. And I'm always, like, uh, excited whenever there's, like, one that's new, or like, Big Hero 6, or it's like, you know, that that came out, like, right around, like, Wreck-It Ralph. And it's like, okay, well, there's that, there's Wreck-It Ralph and that sort of thing. So, like, rather than... Um, they putting out the similar movie or whatever, like it's uh it's, it's these, these movies are super unique and, uh, and, and Ryan, the last dragon definitely feels like super unique from a uh, art direction standpoint, as well as from a like storytelling and humor kind of standpoint, uh, which I, which I appreciated, man. It was, it's, it's a, uh, a standout movie in, in the visuals and things like that, where I, I you know, I, maybe it's not like, a ten out of ten or anything like that, like uh, like Frozen Two or like you know whatever is, um, but it is definitely like. I'm happy that it exists. I'm happy that I watched it. It's just like this is a this is a really good movie. I, I recommend it um, on the on that platform. I kind of wish, like in in a way, I kind of wish that I'd done the premium access thing just so I could have like, hey, yeah, you know, paid more more money for it or whatever. So like, whenever I might end up buying it on like Blu-ray or something like that, so uh, just to, to be like, yeah, this was a cool thing. You should do more of this, uh, Disney. That's cool. Um, Aquafina is, uh, the voice of the dragon in it. And, uh, and Aquafina is, is amazing and hilarious. And like, I thought that was an interesting, uh, and fun choice, like from the humor perspective, it's just like Aquafina's humor. Um, you know, and, uh, and I, like I said, I was like just super impressed with, uh, with the whole, whole shebang with that. Like just, that it was so drastically different. It took some turns in their story-wise where I was like, man, this is, this is really, uh, interesting. And, and that didn't go where I thought it would. Um, so I dig it, man. What is your pick of the week, Chris?
1: My pick of the week, John, is uh some some slightly sad news. Uh Conan is going off the air for the first time in I guess like twenty six years or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's uh um he started on over on uh, NBC and um started with the late, late show. Or wait, no, sorry. The the what is after the tonight show? because <laughs> he, he moved to the tonight show. The Late Tonight Show. No, cuz this on CBS it's the late show then the Late Late Show. Right. On NBC, it's something else. Um, uh, I don't know if you can look that up. Anyway, no, then no, he moved to the, to the Tonight Show um whenever uh, Jay Leno retired. And then um uh, whenever the the ratings didn't like stick around, uh, NBC got all uh got all nervous and uh gave him the boot and brought Jay Leno back for like another year and a half or something like that. Then he retired again. Jay did. Um, and uh, they moved on. But uh, Conan was floating around for a second there, unemployed, and then moved to TBS and has been at TBS for uh, like the past, like it's been over 10 years, I think. Um, I don't know the whole history. Anyway, uh, I love Conan. He's probably, um, I have I think my favorite two late night hosts were have been um, Craig Ferguson and... Um, Conan, and uh, Conan um, is probably my favorite there, he, he's he been doing a lot of things recently, um, like his uh, uh, podcast that has been super successful he's got um, he's, he was doing a, uh, he had changed his show recently, so he was doing an hour we kind of talked about it at, uh, at one point here on the show, but he was doing an hour every night, and he decided, okay, like, I want to spend my time doing things that um, are actually winning on digital and on YouTube, and Um, and so they started doing these, uh, it was Conan travel shows. So they'd go to a a new place and just kind of like, I mean, it's just Conan walking around doing things, you know, and, um, it's always really, really fun. And so, uh, he's still going to keep doing those. Those have been like their own spinoff on, on TBS. Um, but the, with the half hour show now the has been uh, a uh, late night show is going away. Um, and he's going to start producing some uh, a variety show for HBO Max. No release date for that. So, that, but I'm excited to see. Kind of like, I mean, it, if it's a, you know, that would indicate something kind of like the like Key and Peele maybe with Conan. Sure. sure. I mean, I, that excites me too. Like, I mean, he does a lot of cool Dude, like and skits and stuff man. like that already on his already on his show. I love Key and, and Peele. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do too. And uh, and so it'll be. Uh, be cool to see what he comes up with and what his next thing is but yeah uh i think um you should if anybody's interested or liked conan this whole week the past couple weeks since he made the announcement he's had like uh, a lot of like look back at my best things kind of segments and like big uh guests like tonight is his last show that when we're recording this on thursday it's got jack black on as the guest and uh seth rogan was earlier um there's just been a lot of cool things kind of happening. Um, so yeah, just, uh, give it a watch if you're interested. Um, and, uh, we'll see what Conan comes up with on HBO max. I dig it, man. So we have the late show. We have the late, late show. Okay, have, that's on CBS. We have the tonight show. Yes. Yeah, on NBC. And
0: then we have late
1: night, late night. Yes. Right now. Seth Meyers is right, doing late right, night. Right. And it's late night with Conan O'Brien. Right. Right. And, that makes uh,
0: sense there's a whole Wikipedia page of all the late night television in the United States like amazing this is, like it of all the Wikipedia pages to have it's just like we need a Wikipedia page with the list of every single late night television show it's just a, such a, a I'm happy it exists because it like answered my question but uh yeah anyway <laughs> it's just why the internet's in a, a fascinating
1: place it is it is so, um, your pick of the week was Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, on Disney Plus, and mine is uh, Conan's final episodes on uh, TBS. All right, John, we're here to talk about controllers, controllers,
0: and some other other like you know notable notable. Well, well, there's one there's other, other notable, notable thing. things. One other notable thing that's like tied with the, one
1: of the the controllers remember now okay well let's start with that then so chris looney <laughs> tunes what's the other oh that oh just the game the okay. game yeah yeah okay
0: yeah so, okay so they announced that there's gonna be a looney tunes brawler um, space jam space brawler. jam yeah yeah what's the what's the sequel called space jam uh a new don't. something new a, legacy a new legacy that's it you got it you got it you finished it um but yeah, so there's going to be a video game like they they took like Xbox took like fan submissions apparently like last year or something like that. Where's like, if you were going to do a Space Jam game, what would you do? And so this game combines like two different ideas from two different people. I don't know how like I don't know. It seems like a kind of a kind of a, a no brainer to me of like, hey, just make a brawler like uh, Scott Pilgrim, but with Looney Tunes characters and LeBron James. I, you know, I'm in. Um, but yeah, dude, the, uh, that's happening. That's coming out on July 1st, I believe. Uh, and then it's, I think it's going to go free on July 15th, like to everybody. So it's on game pass first on uh, July 1st and then on July 15th, um, it's going to be, I think free on windows, like for windows 11 or whatever, um, whenever that releases. And then, uh, then the, one of the sets of controllers, there's three controllers that they announced that are themed after the uh the like looney tunes the Toon squad there's the goon squad and then i don't know the other one it looks like a like the a cybernetic kind of a, a matrixy looking controller
1: yeah i mean it, so oh wait what oh i was just looking on i was like i haven't seen it on amazon yet but now it's not there it's there now and they all say currently unavailable. Oh, no. Did they go for if they, pre-order? I, I don't know if they went for pre-order and there's gone now. Mm, so I'm confused. Gonna, I'm going to look at Wario uh, 64. Yeah, see if they were ever up there because uh, it says available July 8th. Mm. So maybe, but why would they not let us pre-order it? Mm, anyway, question. these controllers look awesome. So like uh, one, one it says Toon Squad and has kind of the the uh, the circles from like the end of a Looney Tunes Whenever he says that's all folks, the kind of like circles yes. around him that has that in it. Um, and then the uh, the goon squad is purple and says goon squad on it, and that's pretty freaking sweet. Um, and then the it's, they're calling it the server verse. It's like it's the world that LeBron gets sucked into mm. um to uh to play this game in this game. It's it's really it, honestly like as I'm looking at it, doesn't have really anything that would indicate that it's Looney Tunes except it says it has a big WB in the center, which honestly makes it kind of look more like a Batman controller. It's yep, like all yep. dark dark black with like light blue uh, designs on it. but on the right uh, handle there's a silhouette of bugs and on the left handle it looks like there's a silhouette of uh, I don't even remember what the character's name, the grandma. Granny? Granny. Yeah, it was a great I think it's <laughs> the <granny>. grandma. <laughs> I don't know what else this would this would be. Yeah, dude, like uh, like yeah,
0: okay. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, great. I've seen the trailer and Granny does
1: look like she can dunk, you know, pretty well, but yeah, um, I mean, I think that's that's who this is. Cool. Um anyway, so I, that's that's not my favorite one. Yeah, um, I agree. My like if I was to If I was going to pick one, the the Toon Squad would be my fave. Toon Squad would be my fave. And second would be Goon Squad just because it's purple and black and I love purple. Dude, that purple does look really nice, though. Yeah. Um, I'm real bummed out because I was going to buy this if this is sold out on Amazon. I'm not seeing
0: any like, hey, it's available now and it's sold out now like on Wario64's page. So like, I mean,
1: um,
0: and he does have other, other like hardware and stuff like that. Oh, wait, 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 here we go. Hang on, hang on, hang on. The pre-orders are not live yet. This okay, was great. this was la- yesterday. Okay. Um and there wasn't any, wasn't anything before this. So pre-orders are not live yet, but the controllers are Amazon
1: exclusive. Oh, whoa. I don't remember saying that. That's
0: what he says and it says Tune Squad will be available at the Microsoft store as well. So
1: Okay. So the others are like the Goon Squad and Serververse, or yeah, looks exclusive?
0: like that's what it is. Looks this like says exclusive.
1: This one says exclusive on on uh yeah, as yeah, you're right, it says exclusive on Amazon. Yeah, on so, all of them.
0: So Toon Squad uh, Warrior says that the Toon Squad will should will will also be available at the Microsoft Store. I don't know if that's any like they don't have any in person
1: stores anymore, right? Did they close all those? They close. They didn't close all of them, but you can. Well, he's probably saying the online store. That's right, still, The, the Microsoft right. Store online still gotcha there. Dude, it's super cool. Like the backsides of them are very cool as well. So um, I know I want this. I want. I like, can you sign yeah. up for? I don't think I don't see any way to sign up for like notifications on this on this product. Right, and I, Amazon. I'm,
0: I'm, let me see. Somebody asks in the comments. They say, "Do we know when they'll actually be up for pre-order?" And Wario says they might just wait until the release date. Oh, gosh. Okay. Cool. So, I mean, if anybody's going to, you know, because also I think this is an ad because uh, it was hashtag ad at the end of it. So I think somebody has like, huh. you know, has paid him to like talk about these controllers at that specific time. Uh, the funny thing is like he would like a warrior 64 would do it anyway. But So it's like, why do you why are you paying Wario 64 to like anyway? But yeah, the, to do uh, something he would do for free. Yeah, to do something he would do for free. Like, yeah. you know, it's it just seems seems odd. But uh it
1: doesn't appear that, you know, maybe they'll go live on the on the eighth or whatever. But well, I'm I'm gonna keep, try I'll keep to, my eye out. I'm honestly gonna try to get um because I don't have uh any I only have one of these new controllers. Like sure. for the Xbox um one no, sorry, the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. I'm um, probably gonna try to get the Toon Squad and Goon Scout Squad. Dude, so that Goon
0: Squad looks really cool. Like as I look at the details on it, it looks really yep.
1: nice. The only control. So I, I'm per gonna like black. I'm gonna create some kind of like display thing for all my controllers, but most of my controllers um, have issues. You know, like drift issues and stuff like that. Mm. So like I have like the day one edition and the project Scorpio edition, mm-hmm. like things that I like don't want to get rid of, but I sure. kind of would love to display. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to like get some kind of things to display them, but I, I just can't play with them anymore because they have, you know, they've used them so much that they Man, drift. That's fascinating. Cause like, I don't, I have only had
0: drift, on one controller. And oh, was, wow. So far, I mean, that was my day one Xbox One controller and I used Pretty that much. for so long until uh, you guys got me a, a Design Lab controller um, for that that console.
1: Pretty much every controller that I have. So, I, let me try to think. I have the... Oh,
0: also my Switch. <laughs> but that's... Day the, one. Everybody knows oh, yeah, totally. that. So
1: Day one controller um, for the original Xbox. That one, uh, I can't use anymore. Wow. Um, I have oh I had the the Project Scorpio can't really use anymore. Really, I, I ordered a second controller with my original Xbox that I can't use anymore. Man, um, there's another one in there somewhere. The only one that I can use, I can use the new one with that came with the Series X, and I can use uh, my Sea of Thieves uh, controller.
0: Nice, dude, that, um, that one, is one really still coo- works. Cool, I like that one yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, dude, like that's interesting. Like I I I, I was trying to think of my 360 controllers. I think my original 360 controller was fine but like i got a silver one at one point and that one ended up drifting um Mm. but like you know it was was, it's fine like that one i'll tell you the other one i really
1: wanted that i didn't that i wasn't able to grab because um i just missed the pre-order was the uh the mandalorian controller
0: Dude, I don't know if I saw the Mandalorian controller, so maybe you should that, look it up. Maybe that's a good thing. I'm gonna look it up right now. But.
1: <laughs> it, well, it came. So the, it came on a base. It was only available via the Microsoft Store, mm. and it um, came with this like charging station base, and that's really why I wanted it because I was like, it's the Mandalorian number one, which is super cool. and Then it has yeah. this charging base that displays the ch- controller and Ooh. charges it. Ooh, yeah, it look looks cool. cool. I know yeah,
0: it's super it's like it's like a weathered looking silver thing but it was um, this. It was looks this like a chest situ- plate whenever it's in the uh, whenever it's in the charging dock or whatever it looks like the chest plate of the Mandalorian armor it was
1: this kind of situation again where like the product page was up on Microsoft but you couldn't pre-order it and there was no indication on hmm. when pre-orders would actually go live and so then uh, by the time they went live and I figured it out and then you know went to buy it gone wow wow
0: that's a bummer. That's a bummer, Chris. So I well,
1: hope that doesn't I mean, happen here.
0: I hope I hope we end up getting. Uh, you know, I hope you end up getting the Tune Squad one. I I am now like, if I were to get a second controller, which I'm like considering at this point because you know why not? Because um, you know, it's always nice to have a spare if it, just in case one does like start drifting or whatever. Um, which I guess I could always go back to my uh, Xbox One controllers, but. These are so much better. Like I, I like the the feel of the Xbox Series X controllers now. But Chris, the the at the extended what do they call it? The extended Xbox E3 press briefing or whatever it was, um, they announced that the Xbox Design Lab is back, <laughs> and so you can you can make your own controller with uh with like thirteen different options, color options on. all. Each component, so like the sticks, the D-pad, there's like six different button uh, uh, options, and uh, you can do the triggers, you do the back plate, the front plate, the bumpers, um, and you can uh, like do any of these in any kind of a uh, a, a configuration that you would like. they introduced like three new colors, that sort of thing. Like there's the the Volt Green color, which I really liked uh, that controller whenever they came out with that. And uh, now uh, it's like I'm just gonna have to build my own controller to make it look awesome. Um, this was something that yeah, like I had, I had designed one back in the Xbox one days whenever they originally kind of came out with them. And you guys, uh, like, I think, think you and, and Catherine like went together and bought, bought it for me for my birthday or whatever, which was super awesome. And I, like that was a, that's a controller I still like have around. I use it whenever I do anything on my cell phone. Like I uh, have a little clip that I clip my cell phone into and I play on my, uh, on my iPhone. Um, but yeah, dude. Like, I'm very into these these controllers, and I'm like gonna have to now decide. Of like, okay, if I'm gonna buy an extra controller like this summer, is it gonna be? Am I gonna try for the Tune Squad one, or am I gonna go for like a a, a custom designed controller? Um, you can do your own like a little laser engraving, and then on the front, uh, laser uh, laser printed. I don't know. It's things an engraving on the front uh, with a message on it, that sort of thing. I did stay on target on my original one, and would still do that
1: again probably. Um, but yeah, dude, the design lab, man, super cool. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I, uh, I, I periodically, I've never, um, bought one for myself, uh, but I periodically go on there and, uh, design like, you know, random purple controllers mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like, what would it be like if I bought this? Yeah.
0: The, uh, the fun thing that I, I have seen and that I like to, to kind of like, um, like look at other people's creations is like people will like take uh, an album cover of a band or whatever, or like we'll do like a movie poster or do like a specific piece of art or like a Superman controller or whatever. And they'll, they'll like design the colors around um, different themes. And I think those are really cool. Um, Whenever I did mine, like originally back on the Xbox one, basically it was like, I want to like a really bright green, like a neon green controller that has like purple sticks and just like brightness. Like it was just like all of my other controllers had been like very drab or like been monochromatic or whatever. Um, and I just wanted something that was like super bright. And, uh, I kind of leaned that way again. I kind of like the, uh, there's like a, a really light teal blue. And I really like that, uh, color, um, along with the, uh, the electric volt green or whatever. Um, so those are the two of the new colors and I was like, man, those those just look really cool. So um there's definitely some sweet combos you can make.
1: Yeah, dude. Um it's pretty cool. I know these aren't groundbreaking kind of things, but like I do love controllers. I love cool controllers. Yeah. And you spend so much time with them, so it's nice to have a, a you know one that's one that you like.
0: Yeah, dude. Uh it's funny like Dez like when like I I was showing uh showing showing uh, Catherine and Des like the the commercial for the X, for that the Xbox uh design lab controllers or whatever. And and Des was like he was like oh and he says black controller and like points at my controller and he was talking about the like naming all the colors whenever they were like changing the color of the controller on the screen. And I was like I was like man makes me want to get one of those really bright colors, you know, just <laughs> just so we can have it.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. All right, well, um, that's it for this episode. This is actually a longer episode than I thought we were going to get out of this content, but that's great. It's been a good episode. Um, I'm going to try to watch Loki this weekend, so maybe we can review that next week. I really do want to. It's just been... Dude,
0: can um, I tell you that the mm. music in it
1: is fantastic, Chris? Extra good?
0: Like... It is unexpected and fantastic. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Like, let you let you watch it and stuff. But I really enjoy the music in it. Um, and it was like it takes turns where I'm just like, I did not expect it to be this type of music for this this
1: show. That's but cool. It's real good. That's awesome. Uh, you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com on social at Chris two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven, and at Stay Target Pod, Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target.